This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. TL Talk Radio Season 5, Episode 21. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 21 of TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn Funyhatton and Randy Ziegenfuss, where our goal is to engage you in learning, motivate you to share your work, and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. And I'm Lynn Funyhatton. Good afternoon, Randy. Hello, Lynn. So today we're speaking with Dr. Robert Avosa, who is currently Senior Vice President <coughs> and Publisher of Education Products for LRP Publications. Prior to his work at LRP, Robert served as superintendent of some of the largest districts in Florida and Georgia, and uh, located in Fulton County and Palm Beach County. And in the Palm Beach um, district, he made rapid gains in student achievement. For the first time in many years, Palm Beach County has had no F-rated schools and an overall rating of A+. And in Fulton County, the African-American graduation rate increased from 58% to almost 68%, while the dropout rate decreased from 34 to 17. So a lot of uh, data on the schools that um, Dr. Avosa has led, and we're looking forward to the conversation today. All right. So welcome to the show, Robert. I am so excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have this conversation with you as well. So you come to us with a, a varied background. So to start our conversation off, can you share a personal story about what inspires you about your work in education, having served as a superintendent and now in the publishing world? Well, you know, I'm an immigrant to this country. I moved to the United States uh, at a very young age, and I had to learn English. And the public education system um, was amazing for me. It was the opportunities that led my family from Italy to the United States, and I fell in love with it. The teachers were awesome. The kids, uh, the communities that um, I lived in were embracing, and this uh, was a commitment that I made to give back to this great country. So I spent 25 years in public ed. I loved every minute of it, Uh, and after 25 years, I decided to do something a little different and try to impact uh, even more people uh, from a national perspective. So I know as superintendents, we oftentimes get asked, asked, you know, what what's the best part about being a superintendent? So how would you answer that? Well, look, visiting classrooms, uh, engaging um, at the highest level with the school board, state policy and national policy, and being able to watch um, how so many dedicated people are able to 
work together to see great things happening in school. So for me, at the end of the day, uh, it's all about the relationships in the classrooms, in the schools, uh, the culture that a leader, whether they're a superintendent, a principal, or a team leader in a classroom, um, they have a way of influencing things. And, and that's the part of the job that I think to me is the most rewarding when you see all the hard work beginning to pay off. So certainly that hard work is a result of hard work on a lot of people's behalf, um, whether it's the leaders or um, teachers learning something new. So from your perspective as both um, your current role and also as a former superintendent, what makes for meaning professional learning for our teachers? Well, I think anytime you engage in the development of new skills, you have to make a case for why it's important. I always tell people, you know, don't go find a solution uh, and walk around looking for a problem to solve. Start with what problem are you attempting to solve? And then let's work together on creating the right solution. Because unfortunately, as leaders, sometimes we are anxious to bring in a new idea, a new product, a new concept. uh, And we have not done enough to you know, impact change management where people are hungry and looking for things to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's really critical that, that we, we find a way to, to whet people's appetite on learning and let them understand that it will help them um, and, and not rush through a checklist so that people feel like it's more of a compliance activity, you know, of learning rather than one that really is going to produce great results and make their job easier and outcomes better. Mm-hmm. So start and with I think the- that stands for whether you're in the nonprofit, profit, you know, tech world, school world, or some combination of the three, um, you know, humans are the same and they want to feel like, um, you know, they have some skin in the game. Mm-hmm. So start with the why and make sure that everybody connects to that why and understands that why. That's right. And then I think further helping them understand not just in the moment, but moving forward that, you know, whether it's a series of best practices, uh, certain tools that we're beginning to engage in and leverage across the school district or in a private company. Um, you've got to you got to pick a few things you want to be world class at and then go after it. Mm-hmm. So let's pivot a little bit to your um, publishing world experience. We've got you know, lots of professional learning opportunities and materials and resources and content. So what goes into making some great content that helps to support the professional learning? First and foremost, it's hiring the right people. So, um, you know, we've got an unbelievable editorial staff, but we've also brought in some people fresh out of the principalship and fresh out of the classroom that are helping us solve real world problems in special education, uh, in the field of technology, Uh, We also do a lot of market research, making sure that we stay current with the kinds of problems that people face. Uh, We also have some of the most talented attorneys in the country that work for us that build out content specific to the school attorneys in special education. That's a big part of it. Now, with FETC um, and the EdTech Conference, uh, we've got committee after committee of people from classroom track, the administrators track, the CIO. Uh, that we bring in the best speakers possible to make sure that, um, you know, the engagement at the um, at the conference is high quality uh, and that people walk away really having felt like they learned a lot of new things and they're excited about going back into money. So when we work with um, teachers to meet their needs, we often need access to ed tech products. What are some of the things we should be aware of when we look to evaluate these products? 
Well, again, I, I would ask that any leader in a building um, think about, okay, I've identified three major problems. Maybe it's English language learners. Maybe it's my special education students. Maybe it's just reading in general and um, attempting to go quickly, uh, you know, and do some research on whether or not these practices, um, these technologies have been in place and whether or not they've been found to be effective and that they're research-based. And there's several ways for people to do that. The National Clearinghouse for What Works is a great place to go quickly ascertain what's been research-based and what's getting great results. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about your company, LRP. You work, obviously, with lots of teachers and lots of leaders around all sorts of issues, um, some of which you've mentioned already. So tell us a little bit more about the company. What does it do and what exactly um, do you provide at LRP? Well, I've been here since March. I've enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, we've got a great team. LRP is a large company. Um, I'm in charge of and run the educational side of the um, organization. And we've got um, a couple of magazines. One is called University Business. And we also put on a UB Tech show for higher ed. And then we have a magazine called District Administration. Uh, that, is a, that is a monthly magazine. And we have something called the District Administration Leadership Institute, which superintendents, if you're listening in, you may want to look up D-A-L-I uh, on the website. And you might want to come to one of our convenings where we bring 75 superintendents together each month and we share best practices. We have solution providers there who share some of the great work they're doing. Uh, and that's a membership component. Here in West Palm Beach, uh, we run all of our special education work. And then, of course, um, the last big bucket in my portfolio is FETC, which um, is a national conference for ed tech. So you've provided a little bit of information about um, LRP and some of the resources we can list into our show notes so that our listeners can go check out those um, resources, including the, the DALI. Um, before we invite you to share what's next for you, we have a couple of lightning round questions. Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> so who is one expert our listeners should connect with um, in relation to either the ed tech, the work that you do on the educational side of LRP, um, or even to learn more about FETC? Well, there's a lot of great leaders out there. Uh, there's a gentleman named Dr. Scott Murray, who is a superintendent in Spring Branch, Texas. Um, Spring Branch ISD is very fortunate to have one of the best ed tech superintendents I have ever worked with. Uh, he worked with me in Fulton County Schools. He was actually part of the original team that started the first Disney World school in Orlando uh, when all of this ed tech stuff started 20 years ago. So Scott Murray is somebody who I think folks should follow on Twitter and get to know. From a leadership standpoint, uh, Dr. Peter Gorman. Uh, Pete Gorman now is consulting and working with school superintendents trying to solve problems, close achievement gaps. Uh, and help improve outcomes for all students. Those are the two people right now that are influencing me the most mm -hmm. uh, in this space. Second question, if you were recommending one book to our listeners, what might that book be? So I usually am the kind of guy who will have two or three books going on at the same time. But what I've learned since um, stepping down from the superintendency is that I missed out on a lot of good years of reading books that had nothing to do with education. Uh, there's a local author in Palm Beach named Alexander Dreyfus, and he wrote a book called Passion and Purpose, um, which has just been fascinating and interesting, and I'm really enjoying that. And another one um, which really has inspired me is called Leadership and Self 
deception, getting out of the box. And I think this book inspired me uh, just because I was felt like I was a guy who pushed, um, you know, the envelope and wanted to think outside the box. And I really wanted to put some self-reflection into it. And this book has really been helping me guide through that. All right. And we do appreciate your point about looking at leadership and other opportunities and books beyond the education realm. They certainly can be very informative for our practice. So thank you for sharing that. So one more question in our lightning round. What online site or resource or person do you learn from regularly? Well, I like Politico and I sign up for information about my local state and particular topics because it's so important that we, we, we not just focus on pedagogical issues and local issues, but we need to focus on policy issues. And it's just a really quick way every morning that I get a few emails. If I'm interested in it, I read it more. If not, I hit delete. Um, the other one is our, our own website, District Administration, and you can sign up at districtadministration.com. And we put out daily news stories from across the country that are really intriguing. So those three questions are always really interesting for us because it, it allows our guests to give us a glimpse inside their mind and what keeps them going, what fuels their passion for learning. So thanks for sharing those with us, Robert. This uh, podcast is going to drop just before FETC, so we know that that's definitely one thing that you're working on at the moment. But is there anything else that you're working on at LRP that you'd like to share with our listeners at this point? Well, at the end of the day, I want folks to know that we're all on a journey, and that journey may take different paths, etc. The journey we're on right now here at LRP with All Things Education is to help people get better at what they do and to begin developing the kind of skills that will help them get to their next job if that's, in fact, what they want to do. So two big projects we're working on right now that we've launched is we have a superintendent's academy. Uh, that is led by, um, you know, practicing superintendents. We usually have about 40 people go through that each of our semesters. And we are launching the chief academic officer's role uh, next year. So more to come on that. Eventually, we'll roll out the chief operating officer and then include CIO, which is our chief information officer. We want to be able to become the go-to company for all things development whether you're a teacher, an assistant principal, principal, aspiring superintendent. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today, Robert. In the show notes, we've linked many of the resources Robert shared, um, his contact information, Twitter, LinkedIn, also LRP, the additional superintendents he recommended, Murray and Gorman, and also that um, Politico and district administration he recommended. All right. Each episode, we leave you with a question to think about with the idea of provoking reflection and conversation. This episode's question, what have you learned through today's conversation to support your education journey? If you've enjoyed this episode, would like to comment or check out the resources shared today, visit the show notes at tltalkradio.org and look for season five, episode 21. And that's all for now. We'll be back soon with another conversation featuring another innovative thought leader. Thanks again, Robert. Thanks, Robert. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys.
you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments, you can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.